Daniel knows the deal. You should see a little red thing pop up in the corner of your screen, which you guys see right now. So you know what that means. We are live. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another Pin to Gas podcast. I'm your host, Chris Show Simcoe. My man, Daniel Shoemaker, is the co-host. And, of course, we got today the superstar herself, Mallory (laughs) Dobbs. What is up? Hey. How you doing? (laughs) Hey girl, I, how you hey. doing? Yeah, <laughs> that's not who I am. Sorry. Well, back back up a little bit. No. So, hey, it's on. It's hey, it is recorded. It is on the internet. It is never on anyway. Never, it is forever ever. on the interweb. Yep. All right. Forever, All right. forever on there. But yeah. So, so listen. Uh, me and Mallory. I, obviously, I've been a huge fan of yours for for a while, right? And uh, we actually sought to seek you out, of course, in Jersey, like, like I did everybody, right? I was like a hound dog through the pits. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, we finally met and uh, asked you to be an honor to be here, and here we are. Yeah. So yes, listen, let's get into this. Mallory, I've been excited about this, and I've already said this, so why don't you, uh, obviously everybody knows who Mallory Dobbs is, right? Uh, the superstar that you are. Um, let's get into it. How did you actually get into motorcycles to begin with? You're talking me up here. I don't know if I'm a superstar, but... <laughs> um... <laughs> I really appreciate Somebody it. Somebody was top 10 in hooligans at Coda this year. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, we held our own. We held our own. All right. All right. All right. I still, you know, we always want to do better as racers. We're always oh, trying yeah. to shoot for better. It's never of good course. enough. Um, yeah. So I got into motorcycles in uh, 2016. Uh, I had a boyfriend who bought a bike and I rode on the back of it for a couple months and I kind of hated it. So that's like, I feel like most like women's like start is like, oh yeah, somebody like, cause like my family was not into motorcycles at all. Like my dad drag raced cars a little bit and he's a classic car guy. And so I grew up around like cars and restoring stuff, never motorcycles at all. I think my grandpa had a Harley, but I never rode on it or anything. So I bought my own bike and uh, started riding on the street and I bought a 2007 R6S and um it was my it was my favorite i love that thing so is that the raven edition uh, oh god the black no oh, it's what's funny was the night rider edition that i got one yeah. time on a bike. i was like what the flames oh. on the side the flames yeah, yeah. yeah so it was it was uh it was wrecked and someone put raven fairings on it so it had a red tank and a red tail which the raven didn't have like the raven right. was black and, but I, I couldn't tell you how many people like tried to mansplain to me that it was an 03 R6 because the body style. And I was like, no, it's an 07, blah, blah, blah. This is why it has the forks inverted and all these things. And they were like, oh, and like, I had to like go through it. Cause I had to do a lot of research to figure out like parts and stuff for it, you know? Right. But, uh, that thing was all reliable. And, uh, I, about six months after I started riding on the street, you know, I met some people at my college that did track days and they were like, Hey, you should come out. And the Ridge, you know, is my, in my backyard, right. I'm 30 minutes from there. So I just drove out there and I got to see what it was about and met some cool people. And they were like, yeah, you should come out, you know, come out here and see what it's about. And I was like, this seems illegal that we could do this cool thing for the amount of money <laughs> that it's like 200 bucks or 300 bucks. You know, you go to a track day and you get to go as fast as you want, you know? Uh, so I got all the gear, started riding track days. I did, I think my first track day and, uh, this girl approached me. We're still friends. Uh, her name's Emily. She was 15 at the time. She approached me and she goes, Hey, you should come to Thunderhill with us. And I was like, who's us and what is Thunderhill? And why are you talking to me about it? <laughs> I had showed up to my very first track day with my dad's Dodge 3500 and that was lifted and my, and, it, oh, <laughs> and I didn't want to put bike the bike in the back of the truck. No. 
No, oh, was, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, you're not you're not making it easy. On <laughs> no, and that's why I didn't want to. I didn't want to put it in the back of the truck because then I wouldn't be able to get it out on my own, right? And I didn't yeah. know how helpful people would be, and I didn't want to be the damsel. And so I, my dad had a eight foot by twenty foot enclosed car trailer. So I towed the trailer, the car trailer with my one motorcycle in it right in the front with my suit hanging on the wall. And I showed up to this track day with like this huge thing for my one street bike. And nice. so this girl, Emily, approached me because she was like, oh, look at this trailer. We need a trailer to take everybody's stuff down. So you should come. Um, and I kind of just went on a whim and I invited one of my friends who ended up bailing last minute. So I went with all these people I didn't know. And I took like, you know, six or seven bikes and we all caravan down to Thunder Hill and did the three days where we do like two days at East and one day at West or whatever. So we did the little track one day and then the big track for two days. And uh, of course we had all these conversations about racing and stuff. And literally we were like, the friend, one of the friends raced and he was like, ah, oh, we should start a race team and get these race bikes and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm in, I'm freaking in. So I had done like three track days at that point And I was like, I'm doing it. Uh, I bought a $1,500 O3 R6 that had been raced for a long time. It was a little tired <laughs> and had the spares and the wheels and all that stuff. And I, I started racing the next season. So I started racing in 2017 uh and i just kind of did it for fun you know with the club racing people and hanging out on the weekends and just kind of bs in i didn't really like invest a lot of time into like coaching or anything you know i was just kind of like one of those people that showed up and just rode and had a blast did that for a while and then uh once moto america came to the ridge i was like you know i kind of want to do that like i'd love to do a national event like i think i could do it so then i invested in some coaching with JP, with Jason Pridmore and just started doing a lot more riding. I bought a new bike and like basically invested a ton of money into doing Moto America in 2022. So last year, and I did my first two rounds last season. So I did the Ridge and then I was like, I want to do another one. And I somehow managed to put together a program to go to Laguna, went to Laguna, figured out if I could, <laughs> if I could race a track I'd never been to, right. And qualify, like if I was really right. fast enough and we squeaked by and barely qualified, but we made it. <laughs> and, hey, you're in the show. Who cares? That's yeah. it, right? Yep. So we made the show and uh, then literally last year. So then we kind of just put some stuff together and then somehow managed to put together a super hooligans ride with uh, Ducati Richmond and Doreen. And so I was like, okay, well, we're going to do a full season, you know, super hooligans. Maybe I'll do a couple super sport rounds. And I had a lot of conversations with people about like, when are you ever going to be ready for Moto America, like full season, you know? Cause I'm like, ah, I don't know, like that's a lot of money and I don't really know what I'm doing and like all these things. And I had a lot of conversations that was like, well, you're never going to be ready and you'll figure out a way to make it happen. And so it was like, well, I'm already doing four of the rounds for Super Hooligans. So let's just go for it. And uh, did full full season Super Sport and Super Hooligans last year, which as a rookie that's never been to all of these racetracks except for two of them was a very daunting task. So uh, we bit off a little more than we could chew on that one, but we successfully made it through and I basically qualified for all of them except the one. So, yeah. Proper. So you're doing better than me. All right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shoot. I don't even think I can qualify for all those rounds on the PlayStation. Right. So, <laughs> you could. You could. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about your experience at Laguna Seca, right? What a magical place. I was there in, uh, 05 when MotoGP first come back. Um, uh it was uh surreal right it's just one of those tracks you always hear about you see on tv and then when you're finally there you're like like i made it at the gates of heaven i'm gonna yeah. walk in right uh and then you try cool. to get out and, yeah, and there's oh, one way in and one way, one way, way out. out yeah, yeah you should have seen for five hours listen anyway. <laughs> yeah no you're right because moto gp that weekend we were actually sitting in traffic and uh 
Rockstar Energy. That was when I think they first come out. So they pulled up with this semi on the opposite side of the street and opened up the back and started giving everybody uh, nice. energy drinks on the, on the side of the road. Yeah, it was awesome. Love of that. course. And then, you know, about 45 minutes later, thousands of people had to, you know, get out and go to the bathroom. Go, go the next line, right? <laughs> right. There is no rest stop. That, that's it. You yeah. guys know getting in there. It's, uh, yep. Yeah, but it was awesome. It was, and then actually being there and walking up to where the corkscrew is, and you see, you know, the hill. It's 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 so uh, crazy. It's, it is. It is. So, run us through your experience, Mallory. Of, of yeah. Laguna. So I think let's see. Like so, yeah, getting there and being there was like magical. It was like, oh, this is like one of these iconic racetracks that everybody talks about, and everybody like when you talk to anybody that doesn't even know anything about racing, and you say Laguna, they're like, oh my goodness, that place is so cool, you know um everybody knows about it it's really legendary and yeah being there was kind of surreal for me of just like i'm racing at a pro level you know at, at laguna and i think i remember so like i was supposed to do a track walk with jp and like i can't remember i was like late for some reason so then i was like oh I'll just go like the reverse track really quick and like meet up to wherever they ended up you know so i'm going to reverse track and then i'm trying to like i'm like bicycling and i'm like i get to the corkscrew and i'm like yeah that ain't happening i like get off <laughs> and i like walk and i'm like oh this is this is a rough you know but yeah. Uh, yeah, the first the first lap I went around and and as soon as I went down the corkscrew, I like I knew it was coming and I came in and of course we're going so slow because it's like my first like siding lap, right? But even then the transition over to the second part, like you come over and you go like this and I was like, <laughs> and I like literally screamed in my head like a little girl. I was just like, oh my god, and I like came in with the biggest smile on my face. It's like it's just so cool to like experience that for the first time. So yeah, that's like, awesome. And then go, go ahead, Daniel. That whole section doesn't make just doesn't make sense to me yeah like that looks like it's a run on a downhill skiing thing <laughs> right because like, yep. i was there for oh this is oh god 1998 i was there for the monterey historic races right so you walk up and you're watching you know like all these crazy like you know le mans winning cars and all this other stuff coming through and it's like you watch them come through and like the inside front tires off the ground when they're going yeah. through the yeah. center. And yep. you're just like, and then they drop down and they hang that left. And I'm like, there's no way on God's green earth that I would mm -hmm. want to do this in a car bike as much as my brain doesn't work apparently, but like, I'd rather do it on a bike than a car because the car's going to do this shit. And it's like, I could be on a bike and it'll just do that. All right, fine. But that, the, the yeah. left, let, yep. what's it called i can't remember i don't know if it's got a name or if it's just turn eight or whatever when you go through that sorry uh miyagi wants to say hi um, <laughs> so when you come through that is it just bottom everything out as uh, you can. come down there and then transition to the right yeah so like on the hyper it's a little sketchy because i yeah. rode the hyper motard this year right and we had a little bit of clearance issues on the belly pan so we were scraping yeah. And uh, coming down the corkscrew there, and you're like coming over, and you're just like, and you hear it, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I've done that before. It's like, oh, she <laughs> said, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's a four hundred dollar part. I'm sorry. I, I just oh god, it. No, yeah. custom made no, from no, 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 Italy. Yeah, eight hundred dollar belly right pan. Facts, right? So a buddy of mine, Martin Adams, uh, he's he's watching right now. He says uh, it's a dream. Uh, yeah. He wants to go to to uh, Laguna mm -hmm. Seca one day. He says good evening, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. He's over there in, in the UK. He actually cool. uh, he actually makes all my merchandise, the nice. the, the closing kings. Yeah, he's a love it proper guy. He really is. But yeah, so listen, Mallory Laguna, right? Uh, 
to me, turn one is the most sketchy corner of the whole <laughs> track at Laguna, right? Everybody always talks about the corkscrew, but it's actually turn one for me because it's what yep. fifth gear, fourth gear, whatever bike you're on, blind, mm -hmm. left handed, pinned, yep. wide open, and you can't see where you're going to go because it's yep. a hill. Yep. So, uh, first time wide open through that. Did you close your eyes and was just took me like, a long, it took me a long time to really get wide open. And then even then this year we worked on like my braking, um, into there. Cause it was like, okay, like I had two opportunities, right? I rode both bikes and with the hyper, it was a little easier. Cause it's like, you're a little slower, you know, not much, but a little slower. And then, uh, I was complaining. Cause I was like, I don't know, like if I stay pinned, my ZXX like wheelies over it, you know? And then I would feel like I can't get to the brakes. And they were like, listen, you're supposed to be braking after the wheel sits down on your wheelie anyway. So just go for it. And then as soon as the wheel comes back down, then go to the brakes. And I'm like, Oh my God, I hate that. I hate all of that. I don't wanna. And there was, there was a moment, uh, Mark Price and I in Super Hooligans last year, we were kind of battling it out through turn one and my bike was a little faster and I'm like a little bit lighter, you know, and, and we're getting there and we're, we're like next to each other. And I'm just like, Oh my God. And we're going through and he's starting to like come wide. Cause he's like trying to like cut me off and make me nervous. And it was working. And I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Please stop. And so I like, I just gave it up. I was like, Nope. Can't mm -mm. Uh, appreciate it. I'll just try somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, it was cool. That's awesome. That's now. Yeah, does I, it feel I, narrow going out there? Because when I first, yeah. my first experience at road Atlanta, I pull out of the pits and you're like, again, I'm on an SV. I've got maybe <laughs> 75 horsepower, maybe. So I'm sitting there going like, God, this feels really narrow. So does it feel narrow coming out on in the Laguna or? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, it feels, it feels pretty good. Okay. Nice. I feel nice. like the two racetracks I would recommend people to ride is Laguna and like Coda. Like two legendary oh, yeah. tracks. Like if you oh, have the yeah. if you have the opportunity to race either or ride either one of those racetracks, like those are by far like the like because Coda is like a proper racetrack, right? Like it's set up for MotoGP. Like they can do it there. So it's like the runoff and the areas and the concrete and like all that stuff is just super cool to have. And so like and it's just such a big facility, you know. So it's those two tracks have probably been my the coolest things for me to experience. Yeah, Coda is proper. I go. Uh, I've been to six MotoGP races now uh nice. going back again in april i go every year with one of my really good friends lives out in kansas i fly to kansas and we drive down because it's like five hours but yeah it's awesome same thing right turn one you get up there cody you see turn one you're like holy shit because <laughs> yep. it's like this right yep. you're looking uh, at a wall going into turn yeah one. it does it does <laughs> but a lot of people don't realize uh unless you catch the drone footage it actually when you when you crest that hill and you go left it actually bottlenecks right and yeah. then it opens back up so tell us your experience about coda uh yeah it was uh well coda this year was not great for me either as far as like an actual performance standpoint uh we had some really good starts i mean it was 105 degree weather and the, i was gonna say how many gallons of water did you guys go through? a right? lot a <laughs> lot yeah so it was 105 degrees in the super sport and super hooligans races were back to back um so it was chaos uh I would say starts at Coda are crazy, right? Because you have all these people, especially from the back of the grid. So like when you're on the back of the grid, you're like, everybody's funneling and everybody's trying to go to the same spot, right? You're all just trying to get into the inside. But then the people around the outside, that like some people go around the outside and then you're like, crap, I should have been out there. Because then they're just like, Bop! and they go around like four people and then just cut them off. And so it was a little interesting to kind of like see that tactic, you know, on, a, on that. But 
uh, yeah, the track itself is, is really cool. And like I said, the runoff is nice. Uh, I wish we could have done a little bit better. We had, like I said, we got really good starts and then, uh, two red flag races, um, back to back. So we had my super hooligan start on Sunday. We had a really good start. We slotted into like fifth and I was like, heck yeah, like this is gonna be great. Like, let's go. And, uh, it two laps in, it got red flagged and then it was a delay and all these things. And then it, all of a sudden it was a three lap restart. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. Like three laps is just chaos, right? You can just tell like three laps on the grid just feels like you can just feel everybody going, oh my God, there is not enough time. We need to go, right? Um, this is about to be really bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so I got a crappier start and wasn't where I wanted to be. And I was behind a guy that I've raced up north a bunch and, and I was like, oh, I got to get around this guy. There's not just not enough time. You know, I just got to get around him. And like I was going and then the, that hyper, like the edge grip on that thing is good literally until it's not. And it's there's no warning. Yeah. And so we were kind of just like, I just asked for a little bit more and it just let go. Right. So um, I've actually got a video from someone at the top of the tower videoing it while it happened. And oh, so he's nice. at the top of the tower videoing down. And then all of a sudden you just see me go. Oh, and I'm like, I wonder I'm if it's gone. on YouTube. I don't think I don't know if it is. No. But I uh, picked my bike up, <laughs> picked up the bike. I fixed up the race, uh, finished the race. And then, of course, when I come back in, you know, like I was one of the last people to come in and they had already blown the horn for Supersport to go. So, like, they had already opened pit gate for Supersport to start. So I roll into Park for May. I grab my scooter that one of my pit crew had, like, left me. I ride my scooter down to my other pit while my other bike's getting run off the table. I hop on my other bike and I go straight out and almost miss the gate. Oh, no. And I go out there and I'm like, okay, like I got to chill. Like, it's fine. Like no big deal. Um, you know, trying to brush off, like I just crashed and I just need to like, forget about it. Right. So we go out, restart. Um, I'm excited. I'm like, okay, like just breathe. Like, it's fine. I have a really good start and I don't remember what position we we're in, but really good start. And I'm like stoked. I'm like, oh my gosh, we like gained like four or five positions. Like I'm, this is going to be amazing. Two, two laps in, it gets red flagged. And I'm like, God dang it. And so then like (laughs) we come back in, we restart. And I'm just like, again, just trying to gather everything that's happening. And uh, first lap in, I think, or second lap in, I go for a pass on two guys into the last turn before the back straight. And I just asked a little bit more of the front tire on the brakes. I was like, it's fine. I'll be okay. And it was (laughs) tucked the front. It was not okay. So I picked my bike up. I brought it back into the pits. I gave it to my crew. I left my helmet on, left my visor down. And I walked through the pits and I was just bawling. I was like, yeah. I just, it was one of those moments where I was like, this just sucks. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those days, you know? And it was like, I, I don't know. I was like, I just couldn't get in my focus. And I was just tried, I just made a lot of little mistakes and that's all it takes, you know, especially when you're running with the fastest guys in the country. Yeah. So it was not a good weekend for me, but I loved being there. And like my mom got to see me race for the first time and like, nice. oh, yeah, cool. got to come. and of course I gave my mom a little bit, a couple heart attacks. <laughs> But I bet, right? We've all trust me. The, the <laughs> amount of heart attacks my mom has had with me on the racetrack. Granted, yeah. it's me, so it's probably that adds to <laughs> it. Like I don't, I don't make it difficult for her to have a heart attack. Apparently, right? I about high sided my brains out in front of her because she's a quarter marshal, mm. so she's right there. That's I come bad. out of the don't corner and I, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a track day. I'm playing with somebody. I'm on an SV. This guy's on an RC51, so I'm playing with him. I roll in it as hard as I can, and this thing, full opposite lock. I'm feet. I'm oh, flying no. W, right? And I'm flying oh! W. Land back on the seat. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, 
they red flag the session because two guys get together on another section of the track. And then, you, yeah, and then you're, I'm, yeah. I'm honking the horn at her going, sorry, mom. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> oh, it was so, it was so bad. Like, it was just like, it was so cool. Cause they got to be up, up in like the front straight in the suite, you know, and they were on the, they were, um, we had a buddy Jordan Eubanks who let us stay in his suite. And so they got to sit outside on the front straight nice. and I got to be on the grid, you know, my mom and her wife and my little brother are on the wall are on in the stands going, like screaming at the top That's of their lungs awesome. and i can hear them when i'm on the grid like waiting for the race to start i'm like kind of embarrassed i'm like oh my god this is <laughs> don't you dare be embarrassed on that grid. No, <laughs> no 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 how did but you handle was, the extra nerves uh you don't really think i didn't really think about it when i was riding i thought about it when i after i crashed and i like but i was like i got back up and kept going and my mom was okay but it was so because like i didn't get to talk to my mom between the two races and the two crashes right and i was right. kind of hoping my mom just didn't know like if this baby she like hadn't seen it or something you know and she came we came back in from so super sport i like left my bike and i just like walked into the pits and had a little moment you know i went most of paris and i call it you know the cry castle i went into the right. trailer and i cried in yeah. peace um and my mom came out after i kind of like settled down a bit and she looks at me and you could just see her eyes like starting to well up with tears and i like just come over and give her a hug and she's like oh i'm so glad you're okay and i'm just like sorry mom <laughs> i didn't mean it uh, yeah yeah it, 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 oh, if i yeah. race my mom would definitely not go she'd be like hell yeah. no i ain't going absolutely not right she my dad like, doesn't really like it he wants me to race cars yeah, and man. uh so you know he's like he'll come he'll come to moto america and like it's so funny because he came out you know he's like all he's my number one fan right like amazing but he comes out and he's like he comes over if he watches the superbike guys go down the front straight and like break at the bridge you know they're going you know however fast they're going and he comes in and he comes to the pits and he goes so those guys are breaking like at the bridge or after the bridge he's like and you're breaking like before way over there and i'm like ouch ouch dad okay i know we're working on it you're like, thanks, he's just, Dad. He's like, you need to go. Just be better. Yeah, right. Just, hey, just hey, break Dad. deeper. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm gonna tell you. Go look at their brake calipers. Yeah. And come look at mine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah, yeah, go look funny. at their stuff. He's like, quit making excuses. Ride more like Top Rack. Yeah, yeah. ride more okay. like Top Rack. <laughs> ride more like Top Rack, and you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah it'll all awesome. be okay. What's up, Stephanie? Yeah, speaking, Stephanie. speaking of number one fans, Stephanie. <laughs> Yo. Uh, What's happening? Uh, do you wear, you know, because sometimes you'll see like the MotoGP guys and some of those Superbike guys that have that uh, cooling vest on, so at, like really hot places. Did you actually mm. wear one of those? At, I did at not, Kota? no. No. Mm -mm. no, we had some cooling towels um, that one of my friends let me like borrow and use. And it was like, you just throw that in the cooler, you know, with all the ice and whatnot. Yeah. And then you take it out and you hope that. Honestly, like the heat itself didn't really bother me too much. Um, like as far as like a performance standpoint, um, I just ran out of talent. <laughs> I hear you, right? I, listen, I, I would have been looking forward to the tacos. I'm like, I can't wait till this is over. So we can go eat some good Torchies. tacos. I was like, Torchies I need a margarita tacos. now, please. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Extra margarita, extra shot. Yeah. Thank you very yep. much. Yes, yep. please. You, you would not believe yeah. the kind of day that I had. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, check this out. In front of my mom, I done crashed twice. Are you kidding me yeah. right now? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's been the worst day ever. Yep. Make that three shots. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and can someone else buy them for me? Because I'm broke and I got no Right, money. right. Yeah, yeah. Because I spent it all on these race tires. You guys don't yeah. come here. I, let me tell and you all, all the parts it. I got yeah, fixed. It's, yeah. yeah, the yeah. fairings and mm -hmm. this belly pan. Let me tell you about this belly yeah, pan. Yeah, this belly pan. Bro, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. 
Five shots, come here. They'll be like, going. say no more. You said Ducati, yeah. say no more. You Facts, need right. a good fiberglass guy. I've got somebody for you. <laughs> Can <laughs> yeah. he travel? He'll just be there like on call, just like ready to go. Oh, yeah, no, it's Chris Parrish. Just talk to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trevor's yeah. got a, a good idea. He, he says he freezes his. Yes, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. But then don't you like, does it bother you? Because it like doesn't bend right? Nope. Because like, I feel like mine doesn't like, if it's frozen, it'll be like really stiff. Mm -mm. It once like because Trevor's the head guy of my racing crew. He showed me that I put it on and it loosened up after about fifteen seconds. Okay. So literally, it goes. It'll it'll start because it it's frozen. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't fold immediately. It still folds. Got it. But once it gets to the point where it's there, you're golden. It's amazing. Like yeah, I also I also yeah. don't really I don't wear a chest protector. So oh well, I only that. wear a back protector. Put that in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. Put the back protector in the freezer, right? Yeah. yeah. Look who it is, my man, Northeast Jules. Jules, what's up? What is up, baby? He says, "Peep the gas gas shirt." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I got my gas 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 shirt. I went when I went to uh, Coda. I went by there. I actually bought a pair of uh, shorts and uh, the shirt, man, because they're cool, right? I mean, I'm a fan. I'm such a fan, Mallory. Obviously, (laughs) look at my room. I mean, you could tell my room. Uh, There's a lot of things happening there. It's uh yeah, I mean I, I got my, my buddy Jake Marsh, uh BSB. Uh he rides in the GP two class, and then I got my man Cameron Fraser right here. He actually won the GP two title. Uh I got yeah, that tank shroud is actually Alex Marquez's VDS uh Moto Two tank shroud that I got signed. Wow. And then of course our friend Eli Block, you see his leathers hanging up in the background nice. right here. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it was funny because uh real quick at Jersey, so I met Isaac Woodworth and every all the junior cup guys I had on the podcast previously, right? Mm. And uh we had this inside running joke, me and Isaac, like who's my favorite rider, right? Because I'm <laughs> friends with all of them, right? So they're yeah. they're trying to get me to to come up with one. So Eli gave me his leather suit, signed it. So I ran straight over to Isaac and I threw it down right in front of him. I said, Eli's my favorite. Right? <laughs> right? And, and dude, the look on his face, he's like, oh, okay. So at the end of the weekend, uh, he gave me his, uh, I haven't hung it up yet, but that's his belly pan off his, off his Ninja 400 and he signed nice. it for me. So <laughs> before I left, I gave him a big hug and I whispered in his ear, you're my number one now. And, yeah, <laughs> we just laughed. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, it's just a little inside joke we all got. It's, it's, hey, it's well, so my belly pan's worth a little bit more money so if i give you a signed belly pan does that mean i'm your number one absolutely 110 <laughs> percent but hey wait stop 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 are you gonna actually give him a belly pan off of that because it's, 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 well it's not sure really my belly it? pan to give but right right, right. i don't own there the motorcycle go. there you go yeah it, it, look no- northeast said he said rossi moore it's okay record <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jules, anyway. my man. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Mallory, uh, tell us about your racing the Ducati experience. What was that like? I want to oh, hear was... all about Super. Yeah, Hooligans. I yeah. want to hear all about. <laughs> it. I love Super Hooligans. It's such a, oh, I think man. it's such a great class. I, I, I think it's great for a lot of reasons, and there are some reasons that I don't love. Um, let's so my <laughs> Super Hooligans experience started with um, me crashing on the second lap of practice in someone else's oil. 
So the guy had never put on his oil fill cap on a Harley, right? And those things are huge. It's like this big. And it's on the top, right? And so he went, he was like on his first lap or whatever. And he comes through, he goes on the first part of the banking. And then he comes down to go into the chicane and he tips in and just instantly crashes. And then in the replay, when you watch Moto America replay, it's like puking oil on the track as it's like spinning. So basically he didn't have the cap and he was going on the banking and it was just spewing oil out on the right-hand side of him, like all over him. And then as soon as he went to tip into the chicane, it was just like, yep. So then someone else crashed in it before I did. And then you see a couple other people like bobble cause they hit it, you know? And then I was a little wide cause I've never been there and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to figure it out. Right. Second right. left. And I go, whoop, and both tires just go. And I get up and I'm yelling at the corner work. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, cause they, there was all these bikes down. Like they should have red flagged it before that even yeah. happened. Right. And I'm mad. Cause I'm just like, this is my brand new motorcycle. Like, you know, I have this support and this sponsor that I have to call now to say, hi, uh, Hey, so we spent, you know, 10 days rushing to build this motorcycle because well, let's back up a little bit. It's from Canada. And cause the dealership that supports me, Ducati Richmond is from Canada. So wow. to import the motorcycle was a fiasco. So it took yeah. months. I was supposed to pick it up around Christmas. And I tried to go across the border and they said, no, you can't do that because it's not yours, X, Y, Z. You have to import it. So then yeah. the dealership tried to go through this whole process to do it and it took months. We didn't get the bike until 10 days before Daytona, before it had to like leave for Daytona. So we built a race bike, CW Moto built, built the race bike in literally less than a week, which is a miracle on itself. So we get there and then that happens, right? I crashed in this guy's oil in the second lap. And the guy tried to say like, well, the cap fell off after the fact. We're sitting on the crash trailer and I'm not an angry person. So luckily for this guy, like I didn't really think about it until after the fact, but he tried to tell me that the oil fill cap fell off after he crashed. And I was like, but looking at his leathers, he's drenched in oil. And I'm like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. So we bring it back and I had to like, well, my case cover came off. And so I'm like telling the corner worker to like grab my case covers. I'm like, yeah, that's like $400. I need that. Give me that back. Yeah. So I'm grabbing my parts, you know, and I'm grumpy and we're fixing the bike and we got it all back together and stuff. You know, we had another set of bars. I broke a bar. Like, cause the thing about the hypers and stuff is like, once you crash on those things, the first thing that really hits the ground is the bars and on those stock bars, like they just snap. And so it was like, basically as soon as that thing hit the ground, it just snapped a bar. So we rebuilt it and went back out and uh, we did pretty good. I mean, we'd never been to Daytona and we didn't really have any time to develop a race bike. Right. Like we had done a few things here and there, but there wasn't a lot. And, uh, so, and then we ended up crashing in the second race, um, just cause the forks weren't quite what we needed to do to perform. Like I was behind Mesa and like one other guy, I can't remember the other guy's name. And like, I was behind Mesa and I'm like, Oh my yeah, God, right. I'm behind Mesa. Like, this is cool. You know? And, uh, like one of those moments of like, this is happening. And, uh, we were coming through one of the horseshoes and really the front just kind of felt vague and it started to like push and it just went tucked front. And so we rebuilt the forks and stuff and really developed that throughout the season. And the bike that we had, you know, by the end of the season at Coda was night and day better than what we had at the beginning of the season. So I'm like kind of bummed. We may or may not be doing super hooligans this year. Uh, Boo! That's what I am. <laughs> because it'd be a much better program. Um, I mean, there's all the racing and I want to do all of it, but I got to prioritize some things, you know? Oh, I'm not like, trust me. I'm only going boo just from the sheer fact that I want to see, watch, everybody do hooligans because it's yeah. like it's for me it's twins cup and super hooligans that's what right. i'm into because yeah. i'm a weirdo but <laughs> um but yeah it's like because yeah. the super hooligans class to me just i look at it and i go that looks like way too much fun you yeah. don't have to spend an absolute ton of money to be on the grid right, right. i'm sitting there looking at like 
first generation Aprilia Tuanos on the back of the grid. Yeah. Like and it's it, it's, thousands from 04. I'm like, it's a little sketchy <laughs> to be, you know, like when yeah. there's like 50 people on, like, I mean, they had to split it, right? Yeah. The season. Yeah. There's so many people and like yeah. you come up on some of those people and you're like, Oh boy. <laughs> like, like you've you know. never been on a racetrack. Have you? Yeah. You know, like, happened, right. Like some of them are yeah. like, basically like, Hey, this is my first race I've ever been to. I've been doing track days here forever. And you're just like, I don't think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not safe. <laughs> You look, well, you look at all the like red flags and stuff that happened this season from just some people yeah. that, you know, it's like, it's a lot of pressure to do that. And, you know, me included, like their crashing happens, but you know, it's, there's, that's a lot of people to get out there on the grid to do that. So yeah. Yeah. Hashtag hyper murder. No hyper murder. Yeah. 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 And then <laughs> that's, that's what uh, we call the hyper murder. Hyper, hyper, awesome. hyper murder. And then Brit, man, what is going on, Brit? He, he's a good buddy. Uh, yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, from Minnesota. He's a big Viking fan. Um sucks uh, to be him right now. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I, I don't man, I don't really watch for hey, it you know, I, I'm a Raider fan, so but I don't really oh, watch. Oh, it's really bad for you. Yeah, right. So but but, but listen, listen. I'm not really I'm a big football fan, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not well a soccer yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a big soccer fan as far as it's football every once in a while I will watch. I just like Raiders because of Bo Jackson. I grew up in the Bo Jackson era, right? So mm. that was my guy back in the day. You know, he played Kansas City. I mean, yeah, the Royals and and the Oakland Raiders. So, but, yeah, it was, it was fun. So, uh, no super hooligans. My buddy, uh, Hawk Mazzotto, actually yeah. won the air cooled. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm really – I mean, like, so we, we finished seventh at the Ridge, um, which was my first, like, top ten. I think I actually got tenth and then seventh. Um, and then, so that was pretty cool to be like, okay, like we got, we're getting up there, you know? And, uh, I think we really could have done, we did seventh in the first race, I think at Coda, um, or at Laguna. I know it was 10th at the first race and then seventh in the second race. Um, we crashed the Laguna in, uh, I made a bonehead pass in like the first lap and crashed, but then it got red flagged. So then I got to restart and my bars were all bent. And like, I was just like, it's fine. Just salvage some points. You know, I think we still got like 10th or 11th. Um, Cause we didn't have time to fix it, you know? And uh, so it was just like a little bit of like, we did a lot of R and D, you know, on the fly and, and some of that turned out better than others, but we would have finished if I had done, if I just finished the race where I, originally in that first restart or that first start of coda we would have finished seventh overall instead of nice. tenth um so it was like kind of Still. a bummer but yeah i mean super hooligans was a lot of fun it was really cool to kind of like build the confidence and be like i'm you know top 10 you know like that's i'm meant to be here because i i struggle a lot with like the imposter syndrome of of people doubting me people like me doubting myself and right. you know me belonging there kind of deal and so it was really cool to kind of solidify that with the super hooligan stuff um you know battle it out with some some good racers so it was cool and yeah i don't so next year i mean like we can get into that a little bit but uh i've got some plans brewing for next year and you know a lot of it a lot of irons in the fire right we never really know until the country you know. tries yeah right. it's normally like kind of last minute um but if the fim posted the women's world championship for next year so they're doing six rounds with world superbike on yep. uh, r7s yeah and so uh, it's cheaper than Moto America, which is crazy because it's like a spec class. So I know twenty five thousand euro. Yeah, Moto America. Euro. Did you yeah. just not hear what Mallory Dobbs just said? <laughs> I know somebody's listening or gonna listen. <laughs> Mallory, I wish I had a rewind button right now. I, I would no. just so hit it right. Yes, she so said. Right 
The women's class, you right the now, FIM. Go, go ahead, Daniel. Stock R7, you're going to get front-end chatter. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I, it's gonna go. I've already heard. Yeah, I've already heard right, that, that they're not wonderful. They're they're okay. They're not great. They're okay. Like, it's you're going to get front-end chatter. You're going to – corner speed, corner speed, corner speed is yeah. all I can tell you. So um, yeah. we, so we, uh, I sent in my application for that. They're picking 22 girls with two wild cards. Um, and so I won't know until February on that, which means I got to kind of put together some other plans also right. in the meantime, because if that doesn't work out for whatever reason, um, I got to figure out something else. So, right. um, I think that's where I, what I want to do for next year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 25,000 euro, um, for six rounds, bike, fuel, tires, race entry fees, all included. So the that's only thing you have to crazy expensive when you think about right. it right for a six that's round not that bad that's <laughs> what i'm saying moto america again <laughs> hello we need that here um so i mean it's pretty cool and it's like all over europe you know and i've never traveled the world i've never been to europe uh i get to awesome. go on racetracks with like world Superbike, you know like um so i don't really know like there's a lot of unknowns about the program since it's their first year and they're trying to figure it out and all that stuff so you know i'm i'm hopeful but at the same time it's like well if it didn't work out i could do some stuff more stuff at moto america still but right. i mean i spent way too much of my own money this season to do moto america super sport so i'm yes. sitting at a little bit not as good of a situation as i was the start of last season to do a full season again so um, I was really hoping that like me getting out there and doing the Moto America thing would kind of get me a little bit of a name for myself, you know, around there and, and try to get some more support. And I still think that that's feasible, but you know, we're all just trying to do the same thing. And, and so many people are trying to find funding and support and, you know, all the in industry stuff is kind of spoken for. There's not a lot of money floating around. Um, bike sales are down for dealerships this year. Like, you know, that kind of stuff just really impacts all of us. So, um, really it's like, well, I think going to world Superbike for a year and going to do that, you know, versus doing the full season of Moto America, it won't necessarily help my career necessarily, but it might, you know, like get me some more publicity and more media content. Yeah, and I, I just, don't see where it would hurt. No, it won't hurt. Yeah, if absolutely. anything, it's just going to, you know, but Hype you up. yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of the priority right now, uh, is to do that. And then really I'm putting together a program to do the 200. So, we're going to try to do that on my ZX6 and then, yeah, trying to put together a program to at least have all my stuff, travel the country. Uh, so if I have the money and the time and the energy to do more Moto America rounds, uh, I can throughout the season. So the European thing really only directly conflicts with Laguna and Brainerd. Dang yeah. it, Brainerd. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> really bummed about that one. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I'll, say, I'll say this. The only part that I would miss because I I enjoy the fast corners and everything else. One and two looked like a lot of fun. The rest of the track looks not fun. It's not great. I didn't love yeah. it. I'm like, normally really good on like, I really good like rear tire feel and can really like get like out of corners really good. I'm just not, I was, I was good on the brakes and with the front end. Um, and at that racetrack, I have never been so close to having as many high sides as I did at that race. Oh, is it that slick? Okay. It's just like, it'll be fine. And then all of a sudden it's like, Nope, you're not fine. And you're like, what just happened? Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's not, not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that women's championship, that's, I, when I first heard about it, I was like, this is awesome. You know, uh, maybe Moto America should do something like that. Again, are you listening? 25,000 euros, <laughs> six races, bikes and everything included. But uh, do you supply your own helmet and your own riding gear, Mallory? Yep. 
Yep. All your own, all your own gear. Um, all your, like they want you to bring crew members still. So like I still have to bring crew and then pay for the logistics of getting there and and staying. So, I mean, it's not, it's still going to be another 25, 30 grand, maybe, you know, in, in logistics and costs of that. But, uh, and then you have to buy like crash parts if you crash everything and, and whatnot. But it's, I mean, it's one of those things like, I don't love the idea. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't love the idea of a women's championship. I don't necessarily feel like it's like, I don't feel like it's necessary. Um, because I've made it this far, just working my butt off to be not a fast girl, but just fast. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't want that designation. And so it's not my favorite to be like, Oh, we're doing a women's championship because it's not really necessary, but that's not to say that I'm not going to capitalize on this opportunity because I am a female and I wouldn't get to do it otherwise. Yeah. So like, I I think there's going to be some ringers that go like, I'm not saying I'm going to go over there and kick butt. Like there's going to be girls that come from Europe over there that race those tracks all the time. And you know, that's, that is what it is. I want to do well, of course, because I'm, I'm a racer that's worked this hard to get where I am, you know, but yeah, it's, it's not necessarily what I think is good for the, I think it's good for the sport in some ways and bad for it in others. Yeah. Um, just kind of like the right? Well, I mean, I, I do too. Cause I see like, man, this is going to sound so bad. I don't want it to sound this way. It's like, it's, oh, it's almost hard. like they go full retard, right? They say never go full retard, but no, <laughs> uh, you, um, it's almost like they put women in, in a certain bubble, right, with the spec-only class where maybe it would be harder for you guys to actually get in with, with the guys again and, and race with them versus just, you know, I'm it, fast as everybody else, so so yeah. let's do it, you know? And that's kind of the thing, right? Is like I don't – you look at, like, people like, you know, me and, like, Kayla Yakov and, like, you know, we're just trying to do the thing to do better – in the grand scheme of things, right? Like we're not sitting here going, Oh my goodness, we just want to be a fast for a girl. Like we will want to kick everybody's butt. Like everybody's the same. Uh, and it's something like we, we all struggle with, right? Like, you know, if we get it, I don't want to get into like feminism and equality and everything like that. Like it's, it's fine. I just think that, you know, it's, I struggle a lot with my, I struggled a lot with my dating life and really finding someone that was comfortable with me being a strong, independent person. Um, and also feeling like I get handouts and I've been told multiple times of like, it must be nice to be a female because you get X, Y, Z. And if you ever want to, if you ever want to piss me off, if you ever want to get under my skin, you just say, must be nice. Or like, I wish I could get that, you know, like X, Y, Z. And it's like, you don't see all the stuff that happens behind the scenes and you know, all we're doing like Patricia, you know, works her butt off and like, she's doing the thing just like we all are. And we're, and Melissa and like all of us have had to break through those barrier barriers to like get there. And you know, it's that much harder, you know, it's not easier. Like, yeah, maybe we get some more opportunities that some other people don't, but that's also because we also get a lot harder in other off like areas, you know? So I don't know. I think it's fun. It'll be cool. I'm hoping that people are supportive of me and and doing it, you know, and knowing who I am as a person. Cause I feel like I've really built a fan base on, being a genuine person that's doing the thing. Yeah. You got two of them right here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I, I want to continue that and just kind of keep motivating other people to do the same. You know, I, I talk yeah. like Stephanie is, is, is one of them. I coach her at, at local track days around here and, and really even just kind of motivate her to keep pushing herself because there is that it's really hard to keep going sometimes when it gets hard. And that's why I share a lot of my journey and like who like anything the behind the scenes or the trials and tribulations along the way because it's not all rainbows and butterflies and yeah. all that jazz. And I don't know. It brings me joy to like see little girls run up to me, give me a hug at a Moto America round and they're like sign my shirt and we love you and I'm just like my yeah. heart. 
you know, so I, I just love that aspect of racing and I want to keep doing that. And so, you know, obviously I want to have some, my own experiences as well, but really that's something that I really enjoy. And I think Moto America needs to kind of like find more people that want to do it that way, because that's what keeps people interested in the sport that's and right. get more fans and people involved. Like, sure. We like to see fast guys go fast, but if right. they're jerks to the fans, like you don't have anybody that wants to come do that. No, you know? no. No, that's it. It's just like one of those things you always hear. You don't never want to meet one of your favorite riders, right? Because you'll you'll be like, uh, man, I told this story before, but real quick, Stoner. I, I was a huge fan of Kate. Of course, Valentino is my number one fan, but Stoner. Who didn't like Stoner, right? I don't care if him right. and Valentino hated each other. You could not. Stoner was a different breed than anybody. But anyway, Mallory, I ended up meeting Stoner. Finally, I was like, yes, I get to go meet Stoner. I said, you know, I'm a fan. Can you sign my poster? He said no, and turned around and walked away. And I was like, Oh my god, fucking kidding me right now, right? Oh, so yeah. my brother, his girlfriend was there at the time, so I gave her the poster. She walked right over there and was like, Hey, will you sign this for me? He's like, Yeah, sure. And I was like, Wow, fucking kidding me, right? Wow, like, that's rough. It, it is right. So I understand it. I feel like, yeah. uh, it, and you know, Mallory, it's hard, uh, especially when you have those days where they're really rough, right? Mm -hmm. You go and you, you, you little crier and you cry and you get all these <laughs> negative feelings and things ain't yeah. going your way. Right. Yeah. And then you get all these little kids running up to you or just even adults too. Right. And mm -hmm. they want pictures and autographs. You still got to put out that positive energy from mm -hmm. deep within somewhere and smile. Yep. And no problem. Yeah. Da, 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 I met, da. I met one of my fans that has been following me on Instagram for a while at New Jersey. And nice. I was in, I was in tech crying about the whole situation that happened in New Jersey. And she came up and she was like, now it's probably not a good time. I'm so sorry. She's like, I just really wanted to say like, I've been trying to meet you and I'm just, I, I haven't had a good time to come over. And I'm like, I, I'm so sorry that I'm in this moment right now. I like didn't. And then, so we took a picture and I was like, hold on, let me like get my face. So it's not like red, like I'm crying, you know? And she was, she was just like, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And like all these things. But yeah, I was like, I was trying not to be that person, but at the yeah. time it was just like so much to deal with. And yeah. so, but yeah, I mean, you, you always got to put that face on you when you're frustrated and it's, yeah. you know, part of a talent that you have to have when you're a racer, right? Like, Absolutely. But it also made you feel a little bit better too in that moment when the fan yeah. was like, Oh, I'm yeah. such a fan. And, and you kind of, you know, I'm sure as soon as you said, she said her name, you recognized her or mm -hmm. from Instagram or pictures. Right. So yep. it's still like, yep. yeah, it's super cool. And it's like, I just, I get so humbled and I say it all the time and all my posts and everything. I'm so humbled by the amount of people that help me because I couldn't yeah. do it alone. Right. And the people that support me and send me messages that say like, you really motivate me to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, I really appreciate you sharing the journey. And, and those are kind of the things that keep me motivated on those days when I'm like, do I really want to keep doing this? Like, why am I spending thousands of dollars just to throw myself on the ground? Like, I could right. do it for way cheaper doing something else. Like, so <laughs> my backyard just tripping. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I I showed horses a lot when I was a kid, and so like at the competitive, like at national level as well. And you know, I fell on the ground plenty of times, but at least it didn't cost me a shit ton of money when I did it. I normally was just really angry. Right. So, but yeah, it's it. I mean, we all go through a lot of things and. Yeah, it is what it is. It is. Now you're it. right. I man, listen, we all love the sport. We do. So let me ask you this, Mallory. How do you get in your zone and prepare yourself for a race? Like, do you have any rituals? Like some people got lucky men got some men got lucky underwear and socks and all that cool <laughs> stuff, right? So look at Daniel's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So yeah. uh is there anything in particular that you do, like certain type of music or whatever? Uh, I've tried a little bit of everything. Uh I've been told sometimes that I don't take racing very seriously by a per some a person in my life, and uh, 
I, I'm one of those people that looks like I'm an extrovert. Clearly I love to talk to people. And so like, if I don't like, if I try to get like super serious and like in the zone beforehand and like, don't talk to anybody and like quiet, I almost like psych myself out more. And so it's almost better for me just to like hang out with everybody and be like bullshitting until we like go out to go, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks guys. Like, love it. Let's go. Like, um, I don't really have any like process. I've tried listening to like some five figure death punch, you know, like trying to get like some really like angry right, vibes right. going. Uh, I'm not really much of an, <laughs> not really much of an angry racer either. Like, um, I really race best when I'm just in that like flow state of just like not doubting myself and turning my brain off. And that's, I mean, a lot of people are like that. Right. Yeah. But how do I get there? And so I've worked a lot with uh, my performance coach, Ethan, uh, about just how to get into that flow state and try to get those situations going but I'm not really much of a process person so like it's more or less like I have my process in the morning of like drink a bottle of water get my coffee chill out for a little bit you know maybe stretch if I'm a little sore and then get ready to go out and just try to hammer down you know that's it that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, some some riders do got crazier rituals with yeah. them, right? Like they got to listen to a certain song. Mm-hmm. It, not Put even on the their whole gloves song. in a certain Yeah, like, and all this. Way, and they got to be laid out. It's like. You need music to get yourself hyped up when you're on the grid. You're doing the wrong thing. So, yeah. like, if you're on the, sitting on the grid and you need whatever to get psyched up and ready to go, you might be doing the wrong thing because you're sitting on a grid anywhere from. 55 65 horsepower to 230 yeah and you're about to go do something really dumb <laughs> but it's really fun and you gotta you have to get hyped up for that i know right yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, yeah i'm like trying to chill you know like yeah no. i got like a really good video like my buddy did like a walk around when i'm on my very first moto america grid he he did a walk around with video and like you see me and like someone said something and i'm like laughing and then the next moment i'm like laugh I'm like ha ah, ha and i'm like and then all of a sudden my face goes blank and I'm just like yep. breathing. And I'm just like, that was me. Cause I was like trying to not panic, trying to be fine. And then like, literally I'm just like, Oh, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, literally I'm like, it's mm-hmm. like, it was just a moment. Like the first time I was ever on the Moto America grid, it was kind of surreal to be like, I'm doing this thing, you know, and I'm here with these crazy people, you know, these legends, like, so. Yeah. And every single one of them are legends. Look, check this out. Ch- check out what I learned I could do. Can you guys see this? What uh, what are we watching here? Hold like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're watching this an might ad. be Mallory. Hang on. I know. Hang That's on, hang ad, on. Obviously. Hang on, hang on. Let me let me. <laughs> what are we doing? Look at that. Oh, that GoPro. Look at this. Lens. This is Mallory Dobbs. First GoPro 600 lens. race class win. First 600 race oh, win. Oh, girl. That's CVMA. Yeah. Hey, this is pretty cool. We could do this on the podcast. Yeah, this is sweet. So this race, cool. Declan and Declan Van Rossmullen, I can't mm-hmm. say his last name, DVR. He uh he also races Moto America. He yeah. went to turn around to look back to see if I was still there as I was passing him, and he got head shake <laughs> as he turned around, and then he went yeah off the end of the track <laughs> on like the second to last lap. He got wadded up at Barber during the yeah end. yeah the he lawn darted himself pretty good yeah it was bad. Yeah. He's yep. got a great rig though. Like I I saw oh, him yeah. In- Grand National Finals. Two yeah, years I ago. think if you, yeah. So if you look at, let's see if we can. Actually, someone might have timestamped it in the comments. Hang on, let me find. Let me pause there he goes, the right there. Yep, that was it. Did you see it? Yeah, we'll go back like a couple seconds. Yeah, hang on. Let me go back. Yeah. 
So I line up a pass here and he like, Oh turns. God, that snapped on him quick too. And then I kind of ran him wide and he got scared and didn't tip in. And then he never came back. That was oh, it. Hey, he ran well, off track. Do what you gotta do. Yeah. I was she like, said, I'm I getting know. you back for turn one at Laguna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Declan. Yeah. That's awesome. But that was like, yeah, that was my first race win. So, and Is I almost good? won, I almost won the championship this season, the 600, the super sport middleweight championship and, uh, lost it in the last round and finished third. Cause I, I had to take my bike back home to get it ready for Moto America. So I borrowed a bike and it was a double points round and I just couldn't quite get it to work out. And so it wasn't meant to be, but it was cool. I was leading the championship the whole season. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That is. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, because I was actually messing around because Jules Jules did it one time when we was doing a podcast. I was like, man, how are you doing that? He's like, dude, you got to go to share screen, pull up YouTube and do all this. So last night I made sure that uh, Love I knew how to do it because I wanted to pull it up. I was like, you know what? I got Mallory's first 600 win right here. I got to <laughs> play all. it. Yep. That's yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like awesome. I've. Even even watching this video, I'm like watching my lines. Like, how good are they? I'm like, mm, good improvement. Oh yeah, we're all like, we're all doing. It. I'm like, okay, that works. That works. Yeah. That, okay, yep. cool. I messed right. that up. Not like not like I'm gonna be able to tell you anything different. It's like, what are we doing? Like, okay, Chuck Walla. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this place that this place and I have a love hate relationship. All so right. after after I won my first races, or at least I won one of them over the weekend, I crashed one of the other one, and I obliterated my bike subframe oh. wheels forks like tank oh, no. everything like it tumbled and i had to rebuild it the next round and i spent all day thursday rebuilding the thing i did like a little rebuild video for a part of it and i rebuilt the whole thing and i raced it you know the weekend and i was leading a race in front of owen williams we were battling it out the whole race and on the last lap like five turns to go i lost the rear in the top of the slide it's like kind of this downhill thing and i crashed again and i was just like so beat i was just like i would have loved to have won a race and come back like win a race crash the bike win another race you know and i was so bummed and like it was just like i was a little defeated i was like do i really need to be doing this like i feel like maybe i just shouldn't be and like the bike was fine on that one like i barely you know i hung on to it forever like i was crashing and i'm like i I'm on the ground, like, but I'm still hanging on to it. Like, what's going no, on? No, he will not flip. <laughs> I refuse. Do not tumble this time. Quit it. Yeah. I was like, I don't have more parts. Please, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's racing, though. That's I, cool. I had one of those like last it year. Is. I think it was at the end of last year when I came back, I think, in the second crash and I was upset. And like, I literally told Butters, one of, their, one of our guys, I walked in the garage and I said, I'm done. I'm done racing. I like threw my stuff down and he was like, chill. Like you're fine. The bike's fine. Don't be so dramatic. And I was just like, I was just pissed. And I like came to JP and I was like, Jay, I think I don't, I'm not made for this. I'm not cut out. Like, I just don't think I can do this. And he was like, you know, I've been there. Like we've all been there. We've gone through these moments. Like you just got to regroup, give yourself some time. And I was like, I just don't know. Like I'm tired of working on my bike. I'm tired of crashing it. Like, and so, I mean, obviously I didn't quit because I'm still here. So, uh, I managed. We to appreciate you not quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow managed to keep going, but yeah, I mean like there's multiple times throughout all sorts of things that I'm just like, man, maybe I'm not cut out for this, you know? And like, it's hard when you're spending your own money and all this stuff. Like, I mean, I'm, I work a full-time job as a civil engineer and you know, I'm taking time off my work's letting me do it and all this stuff. And it's like, how do I, how do I manage all that and do this racing stuff? And like, if I don't do very well, like, sit with myself with that you know yeah so 
Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's a lot to juggle. You know, a lot yeah. of people don't realize that even though they see Mallory Dobbs on TV or they go to the races and they see you under this tent, this professional team, and all this, right? They don't they don't see the nine to five Monday through Friday. You know, all that stuff that goes into it. It's a lot. Yep. It really is. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a, my mom always says it takes a village to raise a kid, but same thing goes with a racer. It takes mm-hmm. a village to raise one racer, right? Because yep. you got to have so much support from all different angles. Especially in angles you never even thought of mm-hmm. until you start doing it. And you're like, oh, yep. shit, why didn't I even think yep. of that, right? It was wild. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah, so I worked the full-time job. I tried to manage, like, getting sponsorship and managing funds and booking lodging and logistics for everybody. Like, you know, getting an Airbnb, getting the flights for all my team members, like, making sure we had food and, like, everybody's got their credentials and, like, managing all of that and all the money and all these things. And then, yeah, and then go there and, like, okay, I'm working remote today because I'm traveling, but I'm supposed to also be riding tomorrow and, like, getting the mindset of like, I'm supposed to be riding, but also I'm still on the clock and then like, okay, but you know, my, my team needs me and this, that, and the other, and like doing all of that just to be there, you know? <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, Oh my gosh, like if I'm not enjoying this, why am I doing this? Right. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, hundred percent facts. So I want to get away from the motorcycles. I want to get to know Mallory on, on, on away uh, when everything's put up. Right. So uh favorite movie, Mallory. <sighs> favorite movie. Hmm. Uh, I have probably two, one that's a kids movie. Cause I'm a Disney nut. I still love kids movies Me too. Me and too. one that's not. So, uh, national treasure was nice. one of my favorite movies probably still is. Um, and then despicable me is like, what am I? <laughs> I love that movie. Those are such good movies. All it of them. So good. Yes. Yeah, all the despicable me's are just so yes, good. They, they just- are. You've seen the up. TikTok where the guy gets like 150 people together and they all they all <laughs> the dress minions. up as minions. Yeah. Oh, they ruined I love that. Day. Yeah. Oh my god, I I have to find that at least once at like once so every good. two or three months just so I can so laugh good. at it again. It's yeah, that's so awesome. It is. Uh, it, it is. I'm a big Disney guy too. Me and my yep. son we go in there. We we'll watch all of them. Every single yep. one of them. Disney, it's on. Let's watch it. Right. Right. It's, uh, yeah. It's, it's like really it's weird. Good. It's weird for me because like I don't have kids, so like. Like my mom and I watched a lot of Disney and like my mom's still a cartoon nut. Like we used to watch Scooby-Doo in the mornings, you know, on Saturday morning cartoons. And, um, you know, we like, just love that. And then like now as an adult where like I don't have kids, but I still want to watch Disney stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just a kid at heart. It's fine. It's all good. <laughs> it is. It Disney is. owns all of the cool adult stuff too. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Like- yeah, that's absolute. So uh, Netflix series, what are you watching on Netflix right now? Um, I'm watching, well, I'm not really watching anything on Netflix at the moment, but on Hulu, I'm watching, yeah, yeah, but on Hulu, I'm watching The Good Doctor, Mm -hmm. which is pretty good. I watched a couple episodes on it, one of my flights, because they had like three of them, and I was like, this is really good, and so then I've been watching that, so I've been binge watching that show. Yeah, I just got done with Ted Lasso on Apple TV, which was really Mm. good. Yeah, I heard that was good. It is. So good. It's, yeah. So good. My dude is Roy Kent. That's my dude in that show, <laughs> man. He's awesome. Yeah, you, you have to check it out for real. All right, man. all right. I'll, I'll make sure to check it out. Um, books. I'm a big book guy. I like to audio books. I'm not a big book reader unless it's a motorcycle magazine, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's just a fact. Or a race program. Uh, yeah. But I just got done uh, listening to, uh, man, Randy Lanier. He was an IndyCar driver, but he smuggled, uh, smuggled drugs um, and oh, that's wow. how he funded what? his racing. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Mallory, dude, it's no. a crazy, it's an epic story. It really this is. Guy I love that. At, this guy showed up at Lamar for the 24 hour in like 79, right? Something like that. 
he's a reserve, him and his brothers are reserve drivers. And the mm-hmm. Porsche is like, no, you're not going to get to drive this and the other thing. So they look at the Porsche and they go, how much for the car? 250 grand. Be right back. Walks up, throws a briefcase on the hood and Porsche takes it, walks off. They go and get like second or third in the race. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's, it's a great wild. It is. It's insane. I love, love it. it. I mean, there's all sorts of craziness like it that. Because, I mean, they helped fund Road Atlanta in the 80s, landing the Coke plane on the back straight. That's so, so crazy. Like, yeah, so crazy. all sorts of craziness. Yeah, I think I, I'm bummed because like I used to read a lot of books growing up. I was like I was like an avid reader and then like I've don't have a lot of time for that anymore. So uh, I really love reading like the Harry Potter series and like the series of unfortunate events was like mm-hmm. my jam. I really love some like, uh, you know, just some like murder mystery stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just listened I like to. Too. Yeah, I just listened to a, a book called the Project Hail Mary. Um, it's about like a guy that goes to space and he's supposed to be like finding something and then he wakes up from his coma and like his crew is dead and he ends up finding this like alien that he can talk to and like they it's it's very interesting it's pretty good like it was, <laughs> it was different <laughs> what was it project hail mary yeah project project hail mary. Hail mary. Okay. uh and uh actually I, I meant to tell daniel the last pod uh, he was on we were talking about books with our other guest and um he recommended a-, a Adrian Bourdain's book. And so I've actually been listening. I'm 50%. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony, Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Yeah. Um, have, you not, have you not, have you read that or listened to that at all? I, I'm halfway through. Oh my it's God. awesome. Anthony Bourdain. Yes. Kitchen yes. Confidential. If it's, you have ever worked in a restaurant, ever been in a restaurant, you need to listen to this. It is it's awesome. Phenomenal. Right. It's so right. good. really good. It's good stuff. Love it that. is. So, uh, Obviously, you don't have a whole lot of time, but Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, Xbox. Xbox. What's in yep. the console right now? Uh, probably MotoGP. Uh, actually, I think it might be Forza. Forza, Forza 7. Yeah. So I actually bought Forza 7 this year because I had to buy it used on GameStop because it had the most number of Moto America tracks on it that I could learn while yeah. I was like cycling and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Let me tell you what. Try cycling on an indoor cycle. While also playing some sort of like motorcycle or car racing game, do not threaten me with a good time. Very right, difficult. that's what I was going to so say. It's so difficult. It's so hard though, because you're like you're pedaling, and then you're like, but in your brain, you're like, I should be slowing down, which means I should stop pedaling. But like, yeah. so you, it takes a little bit of like trying to figure out how to not do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet I could see where that would be. That would be tricky. And uh, celebrity crush Mallory Dobbs. Celebrity crush. Celebrity oh, no. crush. Come on, everybody's got a crush, right? <laughs> Everybody. My wife's is uh uh Gary Gary Aldean. Is his name Gary Gary Oldman? No, what? no, no. I was just he, like Gary. No, I'll, he's a country singer. Gary. Jason uh, Aldean. No, Jason, no, Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. That's his first who name it is Gary. Trust no. Trust if it's Aldean, Gary. it's Jason. Trust the guy that lives in Nashville. <laughs> okay <laughs> my wife's gonna listen to this and be like i can't believe you don't i can't believe it i can't believe it gary uh, you know <sighs> it's funny like when you talk about country singers though like i feel like all of them look great with a cowboy hat on and then the moment they don't like take it off it's like hey, like you know kenny chesney tim mcgraw oh, like God. they look great with a kenny, cowboy hat and then you just take it off and you're like ah nope <laughs> kenny chesney is five and a half feet tall and bald <laughs> i'm five and a half feet tall five no. five you're so, not bald though. That's, true. that's what I'm saying. So the cowboy hat makes it so he looks like night, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, well, he's a nice I'd probably kid, say I'd probably say Mark ahead, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. 
Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I, I like God, it. I haven't heard yeah. that in years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny because I was just watching the other guys the other day. Man, what a movie mm, yep. that is! Oh, it's such an good. awesome movie. It's good. Uh, yeah, best good Wahlberg movie is The Departed. That yeah, movie is Departed. So yep. good. Yep. Uh, yep. I don't think. Had, I don't think. I didn't think. I don't think he had to act very much for that movie. No. no <laughs> you know. No, so. No. Gary Allen. That's his name. Gary Custom. Allen. There we go. Yes. There it is. Yeah. Sorry, babe, I, if you're listening to this. <laughs> so honestly, and yeah, honestly, I'm the worst at song names and artists and like also just like actors names. Like I just don't, the brain, my brain space can't save it. So like right. people will ask me like music trivia, like, <laughs> and they'll be like, who sings this song? And I'll be like, I don't know. And they're like, are you freaking kidding me? This is Johnny Cash. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> So bad. I just can't. The my library brain, like, isn't filled out. up with that. Mm, <laughs> right, no, it's yeah, not in it's, there. It's, it's, it's not in the memory. Right. Not in there. Yeah, it's not. You're right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mallory, listen, we've been at this for an hour already. It only seems like we've been going for like 20 minutes. It, it always. <laughs> I, can talk, I can talk a lot. Listen, me too. Hey, I love. We're godsend to death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Me too. I, I can sit here and talk all day. Absolutely. Um. So, do do favorite music? Uh, I'm all over the place. I don't like everything except for like rap or like any sort of like screamo music. But like from any given day, we could do some like EDM to like country within the same like span of eight right. hours. Right. So like really anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I listen to everything. I, I mean, pretty much except for like I just really old, can't old get into country. the I like to sing. I do like to sing. So like I can't really get into the rap situation. Yeah. I don't so. listen. I, I do listen to rap, but it's most of it's old school rap. Um all the new stuff to me is yeah just like yeah i don't i don't understand it yeah i can get down to some like machine gun kelly but like yeah i, I, I like mgk I, I like mgk that so the newest rapper i've been uh one of my buddies turned me on to is young dolph so i have been listening to a little bit of young dolph i ain't gonna oh lie my gosh. Look, what is it with all these and there's like there's a bunch of like rappers and like singers that are like young whatever like this yeah, girl in my office know. she's a i don't know what generation she is but she's like younger than me and she like she listens to young gravy and it, it, he's never terrible. heard it's never terrible. heard of real gravy if you want to listen to some terrible music you listen to some it's gravy really so not. Well, it, bad. Okay, let's start with the name yeah okay. right young gravy. you're gonna make people get, say young gravy bars. Young gravy like also it's not spelled right move, man right that's it's just like, a jerk move like it's, oh god i'd it's be like i like biscuits and gravy y-u-n-g yeah i do anyway Nah, yeah, and then man, it's sad. Uh, Dane Westby, man, Team Westby's not going to be oh, a lot of God, that sucks. anymore. I know. I, I know. There's a lot of things changing for next year. It's going to be yeah, Super Sports going to be stacked. Like sport, from everything yeah. that I've heard and everything that's been posted and everything, it's just yeah. like Super Sports going to be wild. Wild, it is. Super and then going to get out of hand. I also heard <laughs> uh, uh, Zafi don't even have a ride uh, for next year yet. They have that. I don't. I've got a small in with HSBK, but I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I just think not. that's crazy. Yeah, to find like, out. How yeah. but how when you're a super sport champ, like by a lot, because yeah. he murdered it, right? Let's just be honest. Which and like HSBK is all about winners. I was about to be like, Well, it's all about winning, but on that team, I feel like it is because like they really only yeah. want people that win. Yeah. So like I, I think Chavi I think Chavi wanted to go back to Europe. In all honesty, yeah, which is fine, it's okay, yeah, but I don't know. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to my guy in a couple of weeks, so yeah, 
We'll see. I I heard Baz is coming back. Uh, Ruben Zaus is going to be. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard a little. I thing heard Loris. Ab- yeah, about Loris would be smart coming to come back. back. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, either that or he's going to be like some type of backup rider or something, or trying right. to get him into like twenty four hour endurance races. Yeah, um, which yeah, those guys are psychos. Great. They are psychos. Man. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, Mallory, have you never been in the UK? I, I went uh, my first time this year, August, to BSB, um, Cadwell Park, which is my favorite track in the world. And to actually be there and see that mountain jump is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on yeah. two wheels. It's I'm proper so mega. It's you. You're gonna love it. I loved it. It's I love it's it. It's gonna yeah. be such a good time. Now, would you ever consider doing like BSB racing with them guys out there? I don't know. I mean, like honestly, t- if you had told me like a year, like if you had literally walked up to me and been like two years ago, been like, Mallory, you're gonna race the full season of pro with these guys, I'd be like who are those guys? And what do you mean pro? Like I would literally like laugh at you. Um, so like my goals sometimes just kind of like have to change fluidly with like, I don't, my expectations are a little low sometimes. And so even just like the whole world Superbike thing, like just doing this, like women's championship is like pretty cool. I think if I had the opportunity to do any racing, any, like if I could do BSB, like, yeah, I don't know, like any of that stuff. Like I'd be like, Oh yeah, for sure. Let's do it. I'm signed up, you know? So Who's your favorite rider? Um, in Moto America or just in general? In general. Mm, oh no, I don't know. I feel like I have a biased answer because. Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite rider? Uh, mm, uh, You're slightly embarrassed admitting this, apparently. So no, don't no, okay, it. so. My answer for there's multiple there's it's multiple parts, but I think okay. Cam Cam P Cam Peterson is probably my favorite, but uh, Andrew Lee right now is also my favorite, but I'm biased on that one. So yeah, okay. Andrew rips. Andrew <laughs> is the most talented rider yeah. I've ever been able to. Andrew like, rips. He hopped on a borrowed bike at Chuckwalla this weekend and like basically broke a track record. Never I ridden it. four four laps in was like here we go, no big deal. I saw that. I saw like, the road racing world. Yeah. He's putting together some big plans for next year too. So we'll be seeing more of him good. out there as well. Good, good, good. So uh, he does. He and so does uh, Stefano Mesa. Somebody give Stefano Mesa a full time ride. That's another one. That yeah, I've always was like, why yeah, he's do cool. he have a, a ride? Right. I've yep. seen him do just ridiculous things. <laughs> yeah, like he's, he's, he's he's crazy. Yeah, I was in a race at Ta- Little Talladega, and there's a you come out of farmhouse and you come on the front straight and there's a little kink and you stand it back up and you go to turn one. So he's in the middle of a slide going through the kink and he goes, wait, he just, I'm sitting here watching this and I go, okay, this is what happened. I can't do this, but he's like, Oh, I'm going to slide too much. I'm going to hit the grass and get into the grass a little bit. Hang on. So instead of like, just kind of rolling off of it, he picks the bike up a little bit, puts it in a wheelie. It stops sliding he carries the line, sets it down, and then goes into turn one. Didn't lift. He's in top of fifth gear on a ZX10. Insane. And I'm sitting there, me and my buddy Josh, we looked at that like, we're going back to camper. I can't, no, we're done. <laughs> you just feel like such a peasant after that. You're oh, like, God. I am nothing compared I'm to I'm not that. worthy, yes. No, you watch not that worthy. Shit, you're just like, I, I don't even, what am I doing? Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't even have that kind of bike control in a video game, let alone yeah. bike control in real Facts, life, like right. trying like, to not die. No. Or, oh, in fact, it really is. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, some of those guys are just like insane. 
Like, like yeah. I mean, Stefano, Stefano's been doing it for a long time. Too. Yeah. Yes, he has. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, my thing is like, I mean, Andrew didn't do anything for, didn't race really right. competitively for two years. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like he was coaching and stuff, but that doesn't help you any. And so, I mean, just for him to come back and, and do as well as he is, like, it's just a testament to who he is as a rider, you know, how, how, how talented he is, hmm? how talented he is. Yeah. Dan, he, I think, yeah. did you ask about championship? Well, yeah, he won two, uh, two. Moto America Stock Thousand Championships. Yep, back to back. Back to back yep. on a ZX10. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and he, he showed up at Barber for the last round one year, and they popped him for the gearbox or something. Yeah. Like, he, something happened, and they, they the bike he had with him wasn't legal for something. Oh, and he Moto jumped in the Superbike. It was, it was a whole shit yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. That weekend, yeah. that was the weekend it rained for four days. Oh. And, oh, God, that was the weekend that, uh, Skultzy crashed and went up. And then hung onto the bike the forever? Yeah. <laughs> With was, the clutch was, in? Like, I got I was it. waving the yellow flag when he did it. I was the guy yeah. in the corner stand standing there, and I was just like, that was the longest crash I've ever, yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, it, dude, it happened. I was watching on TV. It was like slow motion, too, when it happened. I was like, what? What? It was awesome. I mean, it, I guess as far as a crash you could do, right? But yeah. Just, oh, for sure. It was just cool looking because he was just like surfing. He's like, oh, I got it. No like, big deal. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. No, no worries. I'm going to get I, right back up and get to it. I will say one thing I learned about America, like being around the pits more and meeting these people is like those superbike guys, like Gagne and Campy and Skoltsy are all like the most genuine people. Oh, like, great. I came out of the tower crying after they were like, you know, all that stuff. And they were just like, Hey, you can't race. Cause X, Y, Z I came out and I was trying to hold this together and I like, couldn't. And I like came out and they all looked at me and they were like, what's going on. And I was like, Oh yeah, they won't let me. And they were like, this is BS. Like we're going to go talk to them. And they were oh, like yeah. supportive of me. And I was like, just little, little old me. Like I'm just this little peon, like trying to do super short, you know? And they were like, so like supportive, you know, like they gave me a hug and they were like, it's okay. Like, you know, whatever. We're, we'll make sure to like, let them know. And like, yeah. they were like, what if we like, just like you go out to the grid and we'll just like circle around you and we'll just let, like make sure hey, like block. That's, off a, from that's the a good crew to cover for you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, it was so cute. And I was just like, so happy with that. Like it was just made yeah. me feel like I belong there, you know, it was you cool. Do. Absolutely. You do. That's awesome. I hope you make it in 2024 in this female class. This is going to be proper. Yeah. To have a, a, an American out there kicking butt. Yes, let's go. <laughs> That's, That's what all? I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. I'll make sure to let you know as soon as I know. Like I said, I think yeah, for I'll sure. probably post it. I mean, as soon as I know, I'm going to blast it out. But basically, like, once we know, the application says, like, as soon as they tell us, we have to pay our, our fee within, like, a week. So Ooh. I start getting my stuff put together to be, like, yeah. ready to do that. Um, but... Yeah, so I'll be sure to let everybody know. And then, I mean, that's going to be for sure. If I get accepted to that, I'll for sure do that. And then some, maybe some Moto America rounds on the side, like maybe do the Ridge round since I'll be at home. Sure. That'll be close to do. And like I said, I'm, we're going to do the 200. Um, we're like 90% certain on the 200 thing. Plans are coming together. It's just a matter of all the logistics and stuff. So That's awesome. I'm trying to make it to the 200 this year. It's fun. It's, yeah. That place is cool. Yeah. Also really iconic. Like to start my season at Daytona of like, you know, the NASCAR track is just like, and you're looking at the, like the banking, like I didn't walk the track because they were like, Hey, you don't really need to walk it. I was like, okay. But we went and watched flat track right afterwards because it got postponed because of the rain. And so they moved flat track to like Saturday night. So we were already done racing and everything. So we went to flat track that night and we're sitting on this wall up at the top, like watching. And then all of a sudden I turn around, I look down and I'm like, Oh, that's the, 
that's the racetrack. And I'm like, you were just on that? Like, I was just riding a motorcycle on that. And it's just like literally like straight down. It was nutty. So, yeah. Yeah, That place is is wild. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm I'm trying my best to to make it there. I know I'm going to Atlanta and Jersey for sure in Texas. Um, But, yeah, I really want to make make uh for sure daytona because it's always been on my one, one track on my bucket list at least right plus i know a lot of people down there like that whole sfl mini gp michael carrera and juju and all them avery right. of course the lap slayer dreyer right and all them yeah so <laughs> lap yeah, slayer, the lap slayer yeah so jules gave everybody uh uh nicknames and the lap slayer is what he gave i love that uh yeah the lap slayer it actually goes good slayer. yeah the lap <laughs> slayer dreyer um Listen, uh, MotoGP, who's your favorite rider in MotoGP? Oh, uh, I don't Do you even know. watch MotoGP or World Superbike or anything? Uh, or? I watch MotoGP. Um, I would say I was rooting for Martin this year. Me too. I really wanted him to, to win it, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to, like, crush Pecco. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would probably say it. But I, I didn't like how he handled the whole Alex Marquez thing, to be honest, yeah. with like his interview where he was like, ah, you know, I was just in the, like kind of blamed Alex yeah. or Mark. And it was like, okay, like it wasn't really Mark's fault. And like, you know, all he said, it was just, I didn't love that. So it's like one of the same thing where you're like, Oh, you know, I like them as a writer. I like them as a person from afar. And then the more that you get invested and then they start to do stuff like, you're like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I also met my, like the person I looked up to when I first started racing, I met her, um, through this interesting experience and i would also recommend yeah don't meet the people <laughs> you are most, i do that like, all the time but it's like every time it's like i would say get better heroes like yeah like i have a better every- hero i have a better hero now and i think she's wonderful i also haven't okay. met her in person still though but everybody says amazing things about caroline olsen yeah and she is my she's something i aspire to be like so nice Nice. But, so, uh, what do you think about Marquez and Ducati? You think he's got an opportunity yeah. to win the championship this year? I, I think he does, honestly. But I mean, like, it's hard. I mean, the Honda thing was a is a legend, is a legacy. Like, I mean, that's what I mean. Mark's been doing for so long, and it's kind of hard to see that change. Um, I think it's going to be a big adjustment for him. But I mean, he's talented, so it's either way. Like, once you have a talented rider. You know, they figure out a couple of things and then they'll be good to go. So I think I think he's got a shot at that for sure. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, I don't know. I, at least the top three in the first yeah, year with Ducati for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, World Superbike with Top Rack on BMW, which I can't wait for. Yeah. It's going to be proper, right? And then BMW, what did I read? I read something. I don't want to get this wrong. Where they brought uh, some Ducati engineers, somebody from Ducati over there to their BMW team. Like, like they're going big. They uh, grabbed World Superbike. They, they grabbed one of the engineers from the Ducati World Superbike because all those guys, they're all like riders, they're all under contract. Yeah, yeah. So right. it's like they grabbed one of the data guys and they grabbed one of the oh, I could I couldn't begin. Was to that the it. video? I watched a video of the one where they like wrapped a guy up in tape and like that was him. Jack, that was when Jack Miller went to KTM. Yeah. Yeah. They like yeah. wrapped him up in duct tape and they were like, Hey, we're gonna deliver him to you. Here you go. <laughs> yep. That was Jack Miller's uh, crew chief because he took Jack took him with him to KTM. Yeah, and they, funny. yeah that was we great. joked. I uh, I let one of my crew members help somebody else out at Coda because they were having some crew issues, and we joked that we should have done that with him when we dropped him off with him, just like wrapped him on duct tape, be like, "Here you go, you can have him." Straight wrapped him up. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. have fun. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, sorry. 
That's awesome. So who's all – tell us – I should ask you this earlier. Like, who who all is in Mallory Dobbs's team at the track? Like, your front uh, rear like, stand person, tire warmer guy, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, so we had – I mean, the, the crew was – is was fluid a little bit throughout the season, but, uh, for the hyper Motard program, uh, we had, so Doreen is my title sponsor and she was there for a couple of the rounds to be there to support, which was super cool. Cause I got to see her on the wall, like cheering me on, you know? Uh, so she got to be there. And then we had, um, my friend Nat and Robert and Jeremy who all helped out with the hyper program. So, uh, we had a rear wheel guy and a front wheel. It was, we always joked cause the rear wheel guy had like, you know, easier job cause it's a single sided swing arm with one bolt. He's like, Oh, done. What's taking you so long? You know? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so we had a lot of crew for that. And uh, uh, Chris Lobkovich at CW Moto helped us uh, put together. So he was running a superbike team while also trying to help me out with the super sport and super hooligans. So it was quite a fit for him to handle. So um, Don Beck at Superbike Underground uh, helped build bikes and put the data on and really ended up crew chiefing for me for the remainder of the season, like for most of the season, even though he didn't, it was begrudging. He didn't really want to do it. But he's like, I want to be a data guy. Why am I doing this? I'm like, well, because you appreciate me. I, I appreciate you. And <laughs> I need you. Please. And he's like, great. I love that you appreciate me, but I need to be doing something else. So he was super helpful. He like saved my season. Like it was insane. We didn't have, I didn't have transport to Laguna because some stuff happened in the team. And uh, really he drove, he packed up all my stuff in a van, rented a van and drove it down for me to bring to Laguna. And then I wandered around Laguna going, does anybody have any space for my team? Can I load my shit on somebody's trailer? You know? So I met some cool people through it. I met the guys at SWG, um, you know, AJ and them and, and you know, Carl's Carl's transport and stuff and their team. So they helped me out a bunch. So they were really kind of the team that kind of came in the back half and, and helped out and fed us and everything. So that was super cool. Um, yeah. So Chris and Sarah at CW, Sarah was also there to, to help out and, and really manage the team. And she was great. Um, yeah, it was, there was lots of people that had part in helping, like I said. <laughs> Sounds like you had an awesome season for sure. Yeah. 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 I couldn't have done it without all of them for sure. Like every one of them was so, was so great. Yeah. Cause I remember uh, at Jersey when, when after you mean you talk, I, I come by and I seen you cause I was actually looking for Carl. Um, and you was like, yeah, he's over there in the Olin's tent or whatever. And I went over there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I they had, home. they were pitted out in the gravel and I somehow managed to get a garage in New Jersey. I like, I oh. was watching my emails and literally like, as soon as they posted that the garages were open, I like booked one. Cause everybody was like, yeah, New Jersey's kind of like hit or miss. And so I was like, all right, I'll get one. And then apparently like, I was one of the only ones that got one from my like friend group. So like everybody was like, can I get in on the garage? Can I get in the garage? And it was like, well, there's not a lot of space and like, we need it. And so I kind of do like selfish. I felt so bad. Cause like Mikey, like Gilbert, like got me coffee and was like, Hey, uh, you think you can? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't think I can. Like there's not a space. And everybody was all mean about it. They were like, you have plenty of space. Quit being so greedy. And then it was like raining. I felt so bad, but the garages at New Jersey are not big and the space no. you get, it's so small. And so yeah. like you think about like putting three, you know, 600s or three super sport bikes in there, you know, and it was like, so. Yeah. Especially with the lifts and all that good stuff to go along with it. It's a, uh, it's not yeah. very big. That, that, that's one thing I noticed too, when I walked by there, I was like, man, those garages are tiny. Right. Um, <laughs> New Jersey's not big at all. Like it's, no, it's, it's not a big, small. Yeah, it's, it's uh, and there's like people like pitted in the mud and stuff, right? Like there's just like gravel and grass, and they're just like, oh, I'll just throw a rug down, and it's like a basically a giant puddle, and you're just like, 
Oh yeah. gosh. I was really thankful that I got the garage. That was something that I was like, all right, next year, like if I'm doing New Jersey, we're for sure doing that again. Cause it was nice to have the space. Yeah. That's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. 110%. Well, listen, I don't want to keep you on too much longer. We're almost an hour and 30 into this. This is awesome. <laughs> this is, I have such a great time doing this. I love doing this. And Mallory, again, I want to have you back on for sure. Yeah. 110%. Yeah, of course. So, uh, before we get off here, Mallory, tell everybody where they can find you on all the socials and get in touch with you. And and how can people actually support you to, to help you out on your adventure? Like a lot of my mates out there in Europe, they always have like a, whatever the number is, like my, my buddy Jake, a Club 45 or a Club 22 or whatever, right? Have you ever thought about doing something like that um, to where, let's say Mallory would be like, 39 for $40, you get a sticker and a shirt or whatever, and your name on my bike or you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, I haven't really done anything like that. I, I dabbled in the Patreon stuff. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what to exactly do with the Patreon. So like I have it set up, um, but I haven't really been active on it. Uh, I feel like it's a really good platform to use, but it's, it's hard to do that when I'm managing everything else. Like I really want to get some more behind the scene footage and like some like just video vlog stuff of like, Hey, this is what's happening today. And this is what we're doing. And this is where we're at. You know, yeah. cause I think everybody loves to see all that stuff. Um, Absolutely. it's just a matter of like, I'm trying to get a new camera and get things put together so I can do that. Um, so right now I've got, um, a couple clothing companies that are helping me like produce some shirts and give me profits from those, uh, both Moto Steen and, uh, Moto Madness are two clothing companies that have, um, t-shirt sales that they'll send me the profit from. Uh, otherwise, I mean, I've got PayPal and Venmo and things, but I'm trying to put together some packages for people. Like I've been brainstorming some ideas of like, you know, yeah, putting things together of saying like, okay, if you do this, then, you know, this is what you would get. Um, it's all just time and effort, you know, it's like it on my end to kind of put it together and come up with some unique ideas. Right. Cause I don't yeah. want to be like everybody else that says like, well, if you do this, like, you know, like Brandon Posh has been doing all those raffles and things, the waffles the and, waffles. and then everybody yeah. else does waffles and you're like, okay, that's not original. Cause Posh called it a waffle and now everybody's calling it a waffle, yeah. you know, like, so, um, trying to come up with some more ideas like that. But I mean, I'm, uh, active on Instagram, mostly, um, the most, probably the most on my Instagram uh i've got my facebook page as well they're both linked um emails on there for anybody that wants to reach out uh, i always tell people like you know i am available to always chat about anything racing any questions you know any girls that want to get into it anybody that just has anything i'm always approachable both at a race around and outside of the race around like you know anytime uh, i want to see more people do this and want to be you know a genuine person that can help out and really just make it like more like less daunting and more easily like readily available for people. Like there's a lot of information I had to figure out throughout the seasons. So like, you know, I'd love to be able to share any of that with people, but sometimes people just don't know. So well, that's a fact, right? That is yeah. a yeah. fact. Yeah. 110%. Daniel, do you have anything to say before we get um, off? Hurry up and figure out what you're doing next year. <laughs> <laughs> Tom is ticking, Mallory. Come, come on now. Well, you know, if Pin the, Gad po Pin the Gas podcast, you know, to donate something, you know, 10 grand, we could be a super hooligan season. Right. You know? Listen, Mallory, if I had 10 grand, I would be like, here, here it is. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, oh, I yeah. want to do all the racing, but I have to be realistic with the amount of money I'm going to spend and you yeah. know, everything else. So uh, trying to get some support. I'm still trying to get some sponsorship lined up. For next season so um you know just doing doing the grind just reaching out to people trying to figure it out that's yep it. that's it so listen anybody listening wants to help out mallory you know how to get in touch with her if not get in touch with me or daniel we'll put you in contact with her for sure definitely uh, 
what an honor, Mallory. That's what I always tell people when I meet them. Yes. I really mean that. It's like the best thing I can <laughs> give. The best compliment for anybody is, is it's an honor. What an honor it is, right? So it's an Absolutely. honor to have you on. This podcast will be out on all platforms except for Apple. So it'll be on Spotify, iHeart, blah, 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 right? All that good stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, listen, just stay on with me for a few seconds after I end the video and uh, uh, we'll, ch we'll chat for a minute, okay? But Sounds thank you guys so much for uh, watching the podcast. Everybody, yeah, thanks, Stephanie, everybody. Vanessa, Trevor, uh, Martin. Thanks, guys. Doubt. Yes, everybody. Thank you guys. All the so love much. for my ladies. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. It's good stuff. Thank you, ladies. It's, it's awesome. It's an honor to have everybody on here and watch. But uh, listen, until next time. And, and real quick. Real quick, because this is my last podcast for Christmas, right? I, I have one scheduled after with Juju at, at the end of the year. Um, but, yeah, Merry Christmas to everybody and, and a Happy New Year for sure. Uh, from everybody at Pendergast, me and Jules, Daniel, uh, my buddy Mark. Uh, so, yeah, and Mallory, what thanks. an honor. Thank you so thank much you for so being much. on here. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me. to do me. it again. No problem. Yeah. Until next time, thank you guys. I'm Chris the Show, of course, my man Daniel, and the legend herself, Mallory Dobbs. <laughs> thank you. All right, and...